Hello, this is former Fox Sports Wisconsin anchor and proud fellow Wauwatosan Jeff Grayson. From my position high in the booth, it appears conditions are good for this much-anticipated matchup. Let's go down to the studio. The action is about to start. It's season four of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. My name is Jim Martin, as always, with my co-host, Chris Beyer. Hello. Stepped away for a minute. (laughs) I have the honor today of introducing our guest. This man has been on the radio for over 45 years, spending time many years ago at 93.3 WQFM here in Milwaukee, most recently doing his rock and roll roots show on Sunday mornings on 96.5 WKLH. He's been a prominent figure in Milwaukee commercial real estate for over 35 years. He's the author of a book that's been endorsed by the likes of Stormy Daniels, Cheryl Hines, Rick Nielsen of Cheap Trick, Montel Williams, and of course, Packer legend Leroy Butler. The title of that book is In Awe, Beatles, Baseball, and Bourbon. And tonight, we would argue, aside from the alliteration problem, that fast food also belongs on that list due to his extensive and unprecedented knowledge and love for the fast food industry. Please give a very warm welcome to returning guest, the incredible Mr. Steve Pallack. Welcome back to the show, Steve. Thank you. It's great to be back. Yeah, It's great to see you. You know, I'll say this. The one thing I'm a little disappointed about with this COVID thing that really bothers me is we're not getting any gifts this time. You know, no gifts, no bourbon. You know, because we're, we're doing this with Zoom. It's really a bummer. Well, we have to do it metaphorically then, because uh, if I were with you guys right now, there would be multiple bags of fast food. It's one of my passions. Right, yeah, right. That's, so that's what we're here to talk about tonight. So if you wanted to hear more about any of those amazing things that Steve has done, all those crazy credentials he's got, you can go to the internet because you're not getting it here tonight. <laughs> tonight we're talking <laughs> fast food, baby. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, I think when I visited you guys, it was literally weeks before my book came out. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was It was right after you took the new job and right before the book came out. Right. And so yeah. I don't even think you talked about the book on that show because it hadn't come out yet. Right. And if I were with you right now, I would have copies for both of you. Well, I but, really appreciate that. Yeah. yeah you'll, you'll just have to go to Amazon. I guess so. Yeah. All right. That's- <laughs> Well, in your last podcast, we did talk a little bit about fast food, and also we're Facebook friends, and we're always seeing uh, fast food postings here. If you got to pick one, uh, let's just start with the the fast food place you visit the most. What would that be? Well, it's going to change at any given point in time. Uh, At this moment, I've been blown away by how many great items there are on the Arby's menu. I really never rolled up my sleeves and delved into it before, (laughs) Uh, but I found myself there uh, a couple months ago, and I mean, they have some solid, solid sandwiches at that place. The the market sandwiches, I mean, like, it's not what you think about with Arby's, but they're they're actually really good, and they seem also almost kind of healthy. It's crazy. Well, they also have a new beer battered cod fish sandwich that blew me away and i i've never been fiscally responsible so i literally bought three of them threw away the buns 
put the three uh, fish patties on a plate and pretended I was at an up north fish fry. It was that good. What about the French dip and Swiss? That's my call. Yeah, you know what? That's a little too sophisticated for me. Uh, I, I do like the, uh, the beef and cheddar. I mean, that you know, when you're going old school Arby's, there's yep. something solid about it. But, you know, Chris, as Jim mentioned, their market sandwiches are phenomenal. I mean, the Italian sandwich is great. Their cheesesteak is really good. And I think you'd also be surprised. They have a pretty solid gyro, too. What is Jamoka? What is Jamoka? Do you know what it is? You know, it sounds like something from The Sopranos. Uh, they have a they have a Jamoka shake. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they have an orange dreamsicle shake that's really spectacular. So, I mean, it's it's just coincidental. You caught me in a period of my life where I'm fascinated with Arby's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. You know the. The other thing about Arby's, I don't know if you noticed this, but they, they have they have like a I think like a two for six deal, right? Where you can get like yes. two of their beef and cheddars or two or whatever. And normally, if you go to say uh, I don't know Burger King or something else, when you get the two for deals, it's like a scaled down sandwich a lot of times. And so I went into Arby's one day. I'm like, well, I'll get two of these things and and I'll get the fries or whatever the or the the mozzarella sticks or whatever crazy things they got. And I got all this food, and like it's full size sandwiches. I think I got the euro actually. I think I got a euro, and I got the, a beef and cheddar. And like I ate one of those, I was stuffed. Like I, like I didn't expect this to be a full size sandwich, two for six. So on top of great food, good deals. Yeah, absolutely. And you know their uh, their service is good, and I mean it's just been consistent, which is the opposite, I think, of a lot of fast food talk we can engage in because there's a lot of inconsistency going on right now. Taco Bell has upended their menu uh, and other people are coming out with new things that they're trying, but I will, I'll leave Arby's at, it's just amazingly consistent. Well, let me give you one last question. How about those curly fries? Are they, are they approaching McDonald's level? You know, no, I'm not a big fan. Uh, I think they're a little gimmicky. Uh, and McDonald's fries, there's just, I read something recently that the secret ingredient, and I always thought it was salt, but it's there, and I can't substantiate this. I read an article recently that said that there's some type of meat uh, byproduct sauce that they, they put within the fries. And, I, you know, hey, in which case, if that is, it, it wouldn't please vegetarians, but at least it's legal. I thought there was something illegal in those fries. You know what? Actually, I listened to a whole podcast on that. The guy's name is uh, Malcolm Gladwell. And uh -huh. he, did his, he did a podcast about how McDonald's changed the formula from what you did, which what you said, which is beef tallow. It's a fat. Yeah, that's yeah, it. And, and they had that in their fries until like 20 years ago and some – a crusader got rid of it and convinced them to get rid of it. So they are, they're at a new fry thing for the last 20 years. It's not what it used to be. Wow. You know, I, I uh, have a discovery about fries. I'd be curious to see if you guys concur. I mean, fries are just a great thing to eat in the car because they only require one hand. You put the bag next to you. Uh, but it was interesting because, and I do it constantly, and I love McDonald's fries. Just for that reason, I could just reach over, grab some. 
I went to Culver's recently and <laughs> just got fries and had the bag on the passenger seat next to me. You know what the major difference was? Not in consistency, not in taste, not in how they make their fries. Here's the major difference. Wonder if this has ever happened to you. I reached into the bag, assuming, this is the Culver's bag, assuming that as I finished my allotment, there's got to be a fry or two at the bottom of the bag. Every other place you go to, McDonald's, I guarantee it, you will find extra fries at the bottom of the bag. Not at Culver's. There were no extra fries outside of the container. And I realized it's because the people at Culver's are so nice, they gently put the fries into the bag. At McDonald's or anywhere else, they're throwing it in as if they could care less. That's why there's always extra fries. Yeah, and, and we appreciate it. I, I, pre yeah. I appreciate when they do the, the wanton uh, throwing of the fries because you want the, bon you want the bonus fry. Right. Right. There's the downside to the people at Culver's being too nice. Yeah. Right. Right. And, you know, I've, uh, yeah, I've noticed the same thing, exactly the same. And, um, you know, I, wanted, I was going to go back to the McDonald's fries there. You're talking mm -hmm. about the ingredient. I've heard that they put sugar in the oil to give mm -hmm. it a little bit of sweet. And that's why kids like them so much. And that's why, you know, you can, then you get that almost like addiction to it. But that's, that's yeah. what makes but, but I don't know if that's, that, that has not been independently verified either. But, uh, but no, the Culver's thing, you're right. They, they're, they're very, I don't want to say slow, but they're, they're very uh, methodical or very gentle with everything. And they put it all in there very right. nicely. They roll and it all up the bag. And I'll say this, Culver's fries are not that good, period. Mm -hmm. they, they go I, up and down for me. They're too thick. Yeah, mm -hmm. I kind of like them. I don't consider Culver's fast food. If, if they're making my order, that's not fast food. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> by the way going back to what you said there's definitely a lot of sugar in mcdonald's ketchup uh, oh, okay. you know i think the quarter pounder with cheese is a really really good burger mm -hmm. uh and I, I i will readily admit i feel good while i'm eating it i don't feel good when i'm done but there's <laughs> something about their ketchup and i think it's the sugar that uh, really makes it stand out on that burger. Mm, interesting. Yeah, hey, have, you guys, have you guys tried their uh, spicy nuggets? No. I have not. I heard they're well, – how are they compared to Wendy's? Uh, I actually like them better than Wendy's. At first, I didn't. My first – or, you know, it's like anything else. It was not love at first sight. Uh, it grew on me. Hmm. But uh, I, uh, I've, I've had them about three or four times. And I will also say they are decent. Uh, it, three out of those four times, they forgot to give me the Mighty Hot Sauce. And oh. the Mighty Hot Sauce is quite hot. I, I had no intention of eating it after the first time. I just wanted to hoard it in case I ever need it later. And three times in a row, they didn't give me my sauce. No kidding. Isn't That's that the whole point of the, the spicy nuggets, to have the spicy sauce? And you know, they're, they're uh, somewhat spicy, and then the sauce makes them really, really hot. Were, um, you, were you eating the uh, 10 nuggets for a buck 50 from Burger King there for a while? I tried it once. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, there's, here's the thing about Burger King. Again, just me. I can, at every other place, from Wendy's, to McDonald's, to Chick-fil-A, 
to you name it. There's something on that menu that I'll keep returning to. The Burger King Whopper is solid. It's good. I like it. But, you know, there's nothing special for me at Burger King. I, you know, I just don't know what it is, but they seem to be lagging in creativity. They, uh, the, by the way, the Wendy's Pub Burger, I'll get back to that. That's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, the Whopper's a nice burger. Remember at Halloween, they, uh, in past years, I don't know if they're doing it this year, and I doubt that they are because COVID's affect everything. But um, remember they had like an orange uh, Halloween burger? The, uh, oh, yeah. It had a it black a, bun. Black bun. That was it. Oh, yes. I don't remember that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right. And, you know, I tried it and, you know, meh. Uh, I also tried their Impossible Burger because people were raving about it. Meh. Uh, but there, there is nothing at Burger King that blows me away. Although I like a Whopper on occasion. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because I, I prefer the burgers at, at Burger King better just because I like the frame, flame broiled flavor. Ah. You know, I like that kind of grilled flavor. But I, but I know what you mean. I, I don't go with anything other than, well, I go with the Whopper with cheese or I go with the, uh, the, the bacon cheeseburger. Ah. Those, those are my two go-tos. When it comes to burger meat, uh, you know, the, and again, the Quarter Pounder, I think they've upgraded it at McDonald's. The yep. patty that's in a Big Mac, it still lags. But mm -hmm. I've always found Wendy's actual burgers to be the best meat of the fast food. Again, I've, I've excluded Culver's. Uh, I got a challenge on Facebook from a friend of mine, and she said, hey, you got to try the pub burger at Wendy's. Uh, so I got it, and I sincerely was blown away by it. You can get it in a quarter pound, a half pound, or, uh, you know, uh, I guess the next increment would have been three patties. Uh, sure. And so being – conservative I, I went in the middle I, I got the half pound sure. but it's got ear cheese on it it's got onion rings it's got pickles mustard and it comes on a pretzel bun uh if you have a hankering for truly feeling like you're in a pub when you're uh probably in your underwear you know uh after you brought your bag of uh wendy's home it's a really nice burger. Really. I'm going to I'm gonna have to try that. I know we're excluding Culver's in this conversation, but they've got a really excellent pub burger too. I've had that. Uh, I've had, it's only limited time, but when it's there, it's, it's just really good. They, they got the, it's kind of the same thing. They got the onions on there and they got the special bun and they got the specials. I forget what sauce they got on it. Some kind of mustardy, yeah. some kind of something, but it was, it was, yeah, it was really good. But I just want to be clear. I mean, the reason yeah. I exclude them is because I just think they're a notch above. I think, you know, I would have a wedding reception at Culver's. That's how good it is. So, you know, that's the only reason I excluded them. Sure. Yeah. Right, right. You know, uh, getting back to Burger King. Now, of course, uh, your results may vary, but I've had some terrible service at Burger, Burger King. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know what it is, but Burger King has got some of the worst service. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, Oh, I do have to say uh, that you, if you want bad service, and it's often worth it because the food's so good, uh, I got to say in multiple visits, I have never, ever 
anywhere in my life been to a Popeye's that was quick or even less than turtle-like, but they, <laughs> they make it worth it because the food is so good. Yeah. I've not had that sandwich. Have you had the sandwich? Oh, it's good. Sandwich is good. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, as you may recall, people have been shot over that sandwich. Yeah. The, the spicy chicken sandwich at Popeye's is it's a great piece of chicken. It's juicy. It's got excellent spices. And then it's got a, a sauce that complements it. And then occasional bite into the pickle that just, you know, throws things into, uh, you know, a, a little bit of variety. You're talking about a great chicken sandwich, but going back to Popeye's, I mean, and just their regular chicken, uh, the, the spicy chicken, I've I've enjoyed it my entire life, and uh, they have a new menu item coming that uh, I don't think it's here yet, but they're adding chocolate beignets. Okay, really? Yeah, interesting. That's uh, that's an interesting place to go for a chicken place, I think. I mean, uh, for a fast food restaurant in general, I think that's... What about the Popeye's versus the Chick-fil-A sandwich? Uh, I, I prefer Popeye's. Uh, now, Chick-fil-A's good. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing at Chick-fil-A are their grilled nuggets. Because, uh, I, and first of all, I mean, it, it's, it's frustrating because... Uh, they just disappear. It's like if I order order fifty of them, it, it seems like where did those go? Uh, there, but and I feel like I'm eating something healthy when I'm eating their uh, sure. grilled. The the real thing for me at Chick Fil A, a the politeness and b the sauces. They have excellent sauces there. Yep, yep. Uh, I was gonna um, yeah. Well, I was going to go back to one thing quick. The uh, the service, we were talking about the service. I think my top th my top three worst service restaurants, uh, Hardee's, number one. Uh, Never, ever had good service at Hardee's. Uh, I'd say Burger King, number two. But a close a close third is one of your favorites, Taco Bell. Yeah. A lot of bad service at Taco Bell. Yeah, I would, I would agree. And Taco Bell, it's pretty much uh, – you know, hit or miss because, at least for me, I've already regulated the amount. Oh, yep. last in there. Yeah, we'll wait. I'm sorry. Uh, and that was that was probably election poll. Uh, the thing for me about Taco Bell is I give them a break because uh, I don't know about you. I don't. Their prices are so low. When I go there, I, I generally never get anything less than 800 items. So, you know, it, it's going to take time and it's probably going to be wrong. But uh, there's something about Taco Bell that, uh, and, and I guess I'd have to ask you guys, I mean, it's, it's certainly not authentic Mexican cuisine, but when I was a kid, there were no opportunities for me as a uh, a coddled suburbanite to get any authentic Mexican food, so I think my body believes that there's something Mexican about Taco Bell, and it just it's in my DNA. It's a it's not Mexican food. It's just a taste that I crave. And I read something really interesting just the other day 
This is some inside radio uh, information. I believe it was Ford. I'm not positive. But one of the car companies partnered with Taco Bell, and they used the unbelievable technology available to us uh, in 2020. I'm sure you guys have all Googled something and then were shocked when, you know, later uh, it shows up on a Facebook ad. Uh, what they did was they did an extensive study of people in the car when they heard a Taco Bell commercial, how did they react to it on the radio? And down to the nitty gritty of, did they react differently if it was a produced commercial versus a live announcer read? Did they react differently to someone mentioning Taco Bell as opposed to a commercial? Did they ever alter their driving to go to Taco Bell? And the results were fascinating. They really did have an impact when they heard a Taco Bell pre-produced commercial. And you know why the pre-produced commercial resonated with people? Okay. It's the bell. The oh, okay. sound of the Taco Bell bell the gong. The must it's, be so ingrained into us it's that Pavlov, it actually caused people to go there. It's Pavlov's dog. Yeah. yeah. Right. And did you know, did you know that ta why is Taco Bell named Taco Bell? The founder of Taco Bell was a guy by the name of Bell. Ah. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like Mike Bell. Oh, right? okay. Huh. You know, Mike? Mike Bell? Taco Bell? Dave <laughs> like Bell. Dale Bell. So, yeah, Miguel, Miguel Bell. Miguel yeah. Bell, right. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of people very upset right now about the fact that they've uh, downsized their menu. Substantially. And, yeah, and, and especially since... They pulled the uh, Mexican pizza, which I have to oh. confess, I've never ordered. Mm. I have, and it's kind of one of those off-menu things. Mm -hmm. uh, you, know what, you know what? I How about this? Have you ever been to In-N-Out Burger? Oh, yeah. No. Absolutely. Now, that's, oh. a, that's a West Coast thing. That is light years ahead of all these burger chains. You know... Uh, this will sound contradictory, but, uh, you know, I would put Culver's up against it, except for one thing that, that uh, and I was at an In-N-Out Burger in, uh, in Arizona recently, and uh, I was so excited, you know, that I got three of them, and, and my wife thought I was out of my mind, uh, and then I thought I was out of my mind when I finished two and, and still went to the third. That's how good it is. It's very, very good. The difference between uh, what you can get at Culver's, which is a quality burger patty, made well and a good bun, and uh, again, a different genre at In-N-Out Burger. Again, it comes back to sauce. If somebody would invent a holster that I could carry around that had all the various sauces, then I would be happy. I'd eat cardboard if I could put the sauce on it. Yeah. Nice. I've never been to In-N-Out Burger, but I've heard nothing but good things. I've, everybody says, oh, it's so great. I've never been. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I truly think it's, it is a, a, a huge step above any of the other changed, but maybe it's because it's not in the area and you crave it. You know, speaking, yeah. of, speaking of that, mm. limited time items. Steve, oh. I, I, need your, I need your opinion on this. McRib, should it be Ooh. on the menu year round? Um, you know, I think it's, uh, it, it's too much of a good thing. Uh, and 
Uh, you know, when, when McRib first showed up, uh, and again, by the way, McRib, perfect example of why sauce is king at McDonald's. <laughs> it's certainly not whatever that patty is where they draw the lines on it with, you know, a Sharpie. But uh, the first, you know, given the fact that it is for a limited time, you know, uh, and the way I could prove it is, you know, when I was a kid and I first had a McRib, I'm like, this is the greatest thing in the world. And then when I got a job and I could afford five McRibs, I went out and bought five. And all of a sudden, you know what? It just wasn't as good. It's the, the rarity of anything that makes it special. And uh, yeah, so if I were McDonald's, I'd keep doing what they're doing. And I know I sound like, you know, I have stock in it. You know how people say, what do you have stock in it? I do. You should. You should. Oh, just, <laughs> I do. I do, yeah. You know, uh, the, that reminds me a little bit of like football. You know, the, the, the appeal of football is it's um, so only a couple times during the week and they're expanding that, and that's, uh, you know, whatever, working well or not working well. But, that, but that's why the, I think the XFL, this is a different conversation, but the XFL will not take off because it's, it's now it's just going to be more and more football. We're going to have football all year round. What, football every day is kind of like baseball where I love right. baseball, but, like, there's a lot of games. It, it doesn't have the, the excitement every game that a football game does. It doesn't, just doesn't mean as much. Same thing as with the sandwich. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'll bring you from uh, of sports back to fast food. One of the things I love about Taco Bell is their $5 value box. Yes. And yep. here's why. You know, I mean, I go to a lot of ball games. And uh, even though I sneak in my own beverage, uh, I, I, you know, I'm not uh, antisocial and uh, uh, trying to disrupt the economics of the game. So I will buy a bottle of water. Uh, the bottled water, I think, is up to like six and a quarter. By the way, six and a quarter, just so you give them that extra dollar bill and, and say, keep the change. Right, right. One of the things I love about the Taco Bell value box, for $5, you get generally like three, four, five different items. Yep. But they'll say, what would you like to drink? And I always say, I'll have a bottled water. Yes, sir. Here you go. They hand me a bottle of water that's six bucks at a ball game. And for five dollars, I just got the bottle and like six different food items. Right. You tell me a better deal. I walk out of there feel like I feeling like I ripped them off. Right. They're practically paying you right. to go. I mean, that's how could you not do that? You're an idiot <laughs> if you don't do it. <laughs> Let me uh, let me get a couple quick takes here. Uh, Cousins versus Subway. Uh, I am a huge Cousins fan. Yep. Uh, I love Cousins. Uh, better bread, better subs. Right. And, uh, you know, my only problem at Cousins is one's not enough. Two is generally too many. Mm -hmm. So I get three. And then I cut three subs into thirds. And then I tell myself I get three different ones. And I tell myself, oh, okay, I'm just going to have, you know, one of each. And then I look down and they're all gone. Uh, <laughs> I will. Can I share something about Subway with you, though? Sure. Sure. Uh, I was there the other day. And I think the best value at Subway is you can get any sub as a chopped salad. So, mm -hmm. in other words, 
you know, they will give you a chopped salad. And then, when, you know, if you get a BMT, they take the pieces of meat they generally put it in and put it in the salad. Now, here's why it's great. It's because as they're making the salad portion of it, they'll say, what would you like? And I say everything. And they're yep. like, everything? I'm like, everything. Tomatoes, green peppers, onions, even the hot peppers, everything. Put it in there. Yep. I walk out of there with a like a what would be a $20 value at a, a salad bar. And uh, recently I went in, like within a couple of uh, days ago. And be- I don't know if it's because they caught on to that uh, or because lines really back up while they're chopping up the salad. But mm-hmm. now they say, well, you can get that, but we don't chop it. So they just throw everything in a giant bowl. And so it was I'm- you. It was you uh, that I- ended that. I see. It might be. It's either COVID, it's a safety reason, or it was, you know, how I was delaying the line. But, uh, you know, I thought for a second, uh uh-oh, do I get this or not? And then I realized, wait a second, sure, I can chop it in my mouth. So I salad, and even though there were full pieces of cold cuts, I'm like, this is great. Yeah. Yeah, Excellent value. How about uh, Domino's versus Pizza Hut? Ooh, not a big fan of either. Uh, although uh, I saw uh, Domino's has some new, uh, I think it's like a, a buffalo chicken pizza or something that, that caught my eye in an ad the other day, and I was tempted for a second to get it. But there are so many great places that have pizza and you know, obviously we should support restaurants. We should support local. I don't dissuade anyone from having Domino's or Pizza Hut, but pizza is just so easy to get that, you know, for me, fast food is aside from each of the items I like, it's the convenience. It really, I'm a lazy bum. And so that's why I gravitate towards fast food. Pizza, they make it so easy for you that uh, there's just way too much variety out there for me to gravitate towards either of the two that you mentioned. Yeah. You know what? What, uh, what about uh, Rocky Rococo's? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like that. Uh, I have never in my entire life been in a relationship where my significant other was willing to get the Rocky Rococo's heart-shaped Valentine's Day pizza. Uh, I still want that at some point in my life. But, yeah, that Rocky Rococo's is great. Yeah. I, we, you know, um, again, the thing might be the, the sweetness of the dough. Oh, yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Could be that. Could be that. Get back like, to the sugar thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I like a lot. There's a lot of oregano in the sauce, too. That's good. Um, yep. We have a, a thing at here. Um, my wife doesn't like Rocky Rococo's at all, but my kids love it. And for the very first time in my whole life, we ordered an actual pizza from yeah. instead of a slice. And, you know, and then we, me and the kids ate that and my wife ate leftovers or something, something else. She was nice yeah. enough to say like, okay, you know, Friday's pizza night here. So you guys eat pizza. I don't like it. So I'll just have something else. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah, my kids love it. A, and that's, it, I, I've done that. That, that is a treat. Yeah. Hey, Steve, yeah. uh, we told you I'll only keep you a little bit. Before we wrap up, I want to hear about your wife's cooking. Her cooking? Yeah, I mean, you're not all you're not all fast food. No, well, you know, first of all, I mean, she is not a bad cook, and I know bad cooks because my mom was from London, 
And uh, I mean, growing up, uh, every, I, she could make anything turn bland. Uh, you know, so my wife will make really nice things for me. Uh, it's just that we have, like most relationships, we have now fallen to this comfort intersection where she's so busy in her work and she's an, a real author. I mean, I just, I, I just regurgitated some stupid books. She writes real books and she's just constantly busy. Uh, and uh, even though she's willing to make anything, uh, you know, I, I just feel like her time's better spent, especially given the intersection that she is well aware that I eat garbage and I enjoy garbage and I want garbage. So we've <laughs> fallen into this comfort zone of, you know what, uh, if you want something to ask for it, if you don't, she's not going to worry about now, she does do a classic thing that uh, a lot of people do in relationships, and it's actually detrimental to uh, my health. And that is, she's one of those partners that says, oh, let me just have one bite. And then one bite becomes two mm -hmm. bites, and then she'll slice off a little more. And so I have to order five of everything because I want four, mm -hmm. and not four and three quarters, not four and a half, a minimum of four. So I always have to order five. Right. That, that's uh, that's the way with my wife and I with French fries. When we first started dating, it was like, I would order the, do you want any fries? No, I don't want any fries. Okay. So I ordered the medium fries or whatever. Like, okay. Then she's like, yeah, can I have a like, And she's eating half the fries. Like, you didn't, you said you didn't want fries. I would have gotten you fries. Well, I don't. I just want to taste it. Like, right. So then from then, like, it took a couple times. And then all of a sudden I was like, well, give me a large fries. And she looked like, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing is my wife absolutely loves salmon. That is her go-to favorite thing in the world. Now, I don't mind it if it has barbecue sauce on it or some or, or Arby's horsey sauce. I'll pull that out and put it on salmon, which, uh, you know, doesn't really sit well. But she she's so predictable. We could go to any restaurant in the world and she will order salmon, even if the restaurant is called don't order the salmon. She would still get salmon. <laughs> I'll take my that's chances. A, that's <laughs> a good chain. I, I've, I've eaten there at the Don't Eat the Salmon restaurant. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, once again, I want to thank Steve Pallet for stopping by, uh, host of, say, Rock and Roll Roots. Rock and Roll Roots. Go ahead. Yep. Yeah, 33 years now. 33 years, yep, that's right. Rock and Roll Roots, WKLH, 96.5 from 9 until noon Sunday mornings, right? Exactly right, and... Uh, the book, In Awe, Beatles, Baseball, and Bourbon, is available on Amazon. That's fantastic. Yeah, congratulations on all your success with that book. That's uh, that's outstanding. That's great. Thank you. Always well, good to be with you guys. Yeah, you too, Steve. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll be back in the studio here. Maybe we can uh, we can catch up again. It'll be great. Take care. All, all right, right, you too. Thanks, Steve. Thanks again, Steve. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast for our interview with lifestyle guru and author Jen Wirtz when she assures us she's for reals. Jen Wirtz is with us today. Thanks for joining us, Jen. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So your latest book, I should mention, is called Recalibrate, right? Yes, sir. And your other book is called Fit Mama. So yes. you get two books out. Okay. Yes, sir. Let me say something. This is an actual author. Sometimes <laughs> we have fake authors on. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yes, I'm pretty legit.
You've made it to the end of yet another Bait and Switch podcast. Spread the word.